Japan 2.0. Japan 2.0. Is this the new intro? This is I guess it's the new intro. Podcast. Hello and welcome. I think we have our first female voice ever on the show, right? Yeah, yeah. We've had a lot of special guests, but first girl. Yeah. Well, two girls. I yes. feel honored. Yes. Yes. Well, honored. I do. We're your hosts. I'm David, and this is Matt. Hey. And uh, our special guest, you can introduce yourselves and call yourself whatever name you want. <laughs> if you want a pseudonym, you can do that too. <laughs> Uh, I'll give you my real name. Uh, I am Emily, and I am Matt's wife. <gasps> Scandalous. Finally, on the podcast. Yeah. There's been a lot of talk about me. Yeah, we've been trying to get you on for a while. So. <laughs> but here I am. Yeah, welcome. And the second special guest. And Crystal, and I am my David's sister-in-law. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not the way. Yes. Why are you here, Crystal? Why are you here? What are you going to bring? I'm going to bring fun, sass, and laughter. (laughs) What is needed in this podcast? Have you ever listened to this podcast? I have listened, honestly, to two episodes. Not full episodes, but two episodes. What were they about? <laughs> One was Japan about two guys. electronics. Like you guys are going to like an electronic party. Okay. Then okay. 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 yeah, that makes sense. And then the first one, the first, the first one. The oh, first episode. Yeah, okay. Sure. Well, yeah. cool. I have Thank listened to all the podcasts. Oh, wow. You know. You're a true fan. I'm a good wife. Yes, well, thank you. <laughs> Well, today, our topic is one that we've covered a lot before, but I think we're hoping to bring a new perspective to it. We're probably keeping it short. We don't want to rehash any old material. But we're all in Tokyo right now on a Christmas trip that we've taken, and we kind of just wanted to start off the show talking about our favorite parts of Tokyo and maybe least favorite parts, whether it's on this trip or just in general. Um, if there's nothing big that comes up to you on this personal trip, you don't have to talk about that. But uh, overall, you've been here multiple times. Um, just talking about those so maybe we'll start off do we want to start negative or positive uh let's get the negative out of the way because i think it's probably the most interesting so um why don't we go to emily first emily negative yeah what what is your least favorite thing about about tokyo Tokyo. Mm, well it's, it's hard to find something that i don't like but i mean i think that it would probably be um, a lot of people's answer to say they don't like the crowds of people. Um, I mean, it depends on where you go in Tokyo, but especially where we're staying, um, you know, it can be hard to just get around and get to where you need to go because of the um, just amount of people. Just people um, on the street or like where are they? People in the street, people in shopping malls. I mean, we are, we are here, you know, at a, at a busy time too, but, um, so, yeah, I think it, it can be hard to just get from, you know, place to place, walking sometimes where you need to go just because there's 
a lot of people, but I mean, when you come to Tokyo, it's what you would expect, so I mean, you can't really be yeah, surprised. Anybody so. that's seen the yeah, exactly. Seen so the I mean, that, that's, that's yeah. pretty much pressing me to find something yeah. negative. So my gut reaction answer is similar. I'll try to come up with a second one when it's my turn. But yeah. mine's subways in particular are crowded. Mm-hmm. Um, I was here for training earlier this week, so I had to experience like what. Uh, high commute times like rush hour would be like mm-hmm. it's not horrendous but if you have a, a kid with you you worry about them mm-hmm. or if you have a big luggage with you it can be kind of annoying but if you don't have those things I don't think it's that bad but uh, the friend I was with really hated it he doesn't like people in his personal space you know yeah, and he's yeah. like sweating and getting, yeah. getting nervous well um, yeah <laughs> so we I mean, haven't we, we haven't had to do the morning commute yet, no so, no yeah. I mean you see videos but I, I mean yeah so far it's it's just walking around. I mean, we've kind of joked that um, that when we're checking out how far something will take to walk on, like, Google Maps, um, usually it will say, you know, a certain amount of time. And we're, we're, we're pretty fast walkers, and we can get there, usually under the time that it says. But so far, walking around Tokyo, I think it's taken us longer wow. than what Google says it's going to take us. So We were just noticing that yeah. tonight. But there are no crowds. I think it's just maybe bad prediction in Tokyo. Like something about the Google Maps walking predictions are off here. Yeah, I mean, well, we're in Shibuya, where they're always doing construction at Shibuya Station, hills and so maybe. they don't account for the, yeah. that we're yeah. walking up and walking at a slower pace. You so always have to go up and over um, the streets, and it, that takes time. You know, when you're climbing up the mm-hmm. stairs, and but yeah, um, all right. But that's yeah. That's your answer. That's a good one. It's a popular yeah. one. Yep. Yeah. How about you, Crystal? What's your least favorite thing about Tokyo? I would have to piggyback your answer and say definitely the subways mm-hmm. uh, and the trains. I'm used to being able to usually sit down mm-hmm. on the train yeah. um, in Kansai, um, any, per, pretty much any train that I'm on, and I'm not the most fittest person, so <laughs> I don't like to be standing up for long time, to- like long periods of time. Mm-hmm. And in Tokyo, even if you're going to be on the train for two or three stops it's like nine minutes 12 minutes 17 minutes Mm -hmm. so that's a lot to be standing in a crowded train Mm -hmm. with people on top of you Mm -hmm. and I just I just really hate that feeling and that's Mm -hmm. one of the main reasons that would make me think of always living in (laughs) Kansai. There you go. Yeah. That might be the answer to the second question <laughs> we're going to be asked. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I'm trying to think of another one kind of on, on the spot. I guess um, it's not necessarily pollution for me, but like just, uh, what do you call it, exhaust from the roads. Mm-hmm. A lot of the areas we've been on in this trip, we've been near Shibuya and you're mm-hmm. on kind of a main road and there is a lot of construction. So there are like these uh, like caterpillar mm-hmm. trucks and stuff and they push off like a high diesel exhaust mm-hmm. I've noticed a couple of times more so for my son worried about like just as that uh, exhaust mm-hmm. going on mm-hmm. but you can take like a backside road and I don't notice it the air seems yeah. really really fresh there mm-hmm. but yeah I guess the second thing that comes to mind besides the crowds might yeah. be not necessarily pollution but just a lot of like exhaust from the cars or walking near cars a lot I feel like cars on these small streets are coming closer to me than I'm used to in Osaka or in Kobe mm-hmm. and I have to always kind of watch out for cars but again as Emily was saying before um, I'm very positive on Tokyo so it's pretty yeah. pretty and minor the, the train one would bother me I think if I had to commute to work every day mm-hmm. but in terms of vacation we always try to stay somewhere 
where we don't have to take the train a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, That's why we're in the crowds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, the crowds for me, the walking crowds are absolutely no problem. I would never even notice that. Um, but yeah, the, the train. Mm-hmm. I get uh, overwhelmed in the crowds, especially since I do not know where to go in Tokyo. Yeah. yeah. So if I'm like looking at Google Maps or I'm following someone who's looking at Google Maps because I really can't do directions, <laughs> honestly. But I, I get overwhelmed that I'm going to get lost and, and or I'm going to get pushed mm. and it makes me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Do you think people are pushy? Mm, you know what? I do not think uh, Japanese people are pushy, mm. but today I was walking by myself getting dinner and a crowd of tourists came up and they were very pushy mm. and I kind of got like pushed to the side because um, they wanted to get closer to the um, the crosswalk and I gave them a very mean look. <laughs> I, will say, I didn't appreciate it very much. When you are in like, we've been in Shinjuku and Shibuya, I, I do wonder if the crowds are more annoying because they are more international areas, you know, right. and you get lots of cultures from around the world and I guess it makes you it's a reverse racist, but like, I don't know, I guess I value Japanese people, you know? Yeah, no, um, it's, it's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah not everyone has the that. same uh, spatial awareness. Mm, yeah. I think sometimes maybe I break those rules or the things I like about Japanese. I'm, maybe I'm loud, right? Or maybe I'm a little bit pushy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I appreciate that the people we live around aren't, and I guess it mm-hmm. hopefully makes me more and more that way. Um, but anyway, mm. Matt, I hope you can bring a, a new spin on... Yeah, so I think crowds would probably be one of the reasons why. (laughs) Yeah, I think everybody, I mean, was touching on it that it's just a busy place, you know, and there's a lot of um, there's a lot of people around, a lot of foot traffic, and um, but uh, if I was to say something else, kind of something that is, it might be more my problem than it is (laughs) Tokyo's problem, but. I get disoriented really easily, oh. and um, if I think I'm walking in in one direction that, uh, you know, I'm like, oh, that must be north. Sometimes I get turned around, and yeah, I'm not very good with directions anyway. So, um, but the city doesn't necessarily help you with that either. You know, you gotta especially those up uh, up up crosswalks like yeah. in Shibuya oh. where there's so much construction. Remember when we stayed last time last. Christmas, that was just so confusing. Yeah, yeah. I could not, un- I could not <laughs> we understand got, it. We got lost pretty good oh last, last time. Yeah, last yeah. Time. <laughs> and, and sometimes there's not a lot of signage, so no. you'll go up these big steps and you're going to cross this major intersection and there's no sign saying which direction you're going or, or this way to Shibuya this way to Roppongi this way to you know wherever mm-hmm. so I think that Tokyo could do a better job with signage and um, since all I mean most of their signs are in, have English and Japanese now anyway mm-hmm. but with um, with the foot traffic and stuff there's there's not a lot of indication as to where you are or where you're going there's so many small streets here compared to mm. anywhere else I've ever yeah. been in my life like That's tiniest true. alleys and they're kind of crucial like if you do need to go somewhere you'll walk five or ten minutes out of your way if you don't take this small like diagonal zigzag alley you know it's something I like I think it's kind of romantic about the city but it's also you know, hard for directions it could be like a labyrinth what about price like Tokyo is kind of famous one of the negative things about it is supposed to be it's one of the most expensive places in the world and you don't live here so we don't know what, like what rent costs but mm-hmm. I think you have a good grasp of about everything else you know 
do you think it's overly expensive compared to Osaka or Kobe? I think living in Japan, I feel like everything is more expensive than back back home in Texas. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm sort of biased in the way that I I'm just sort of used to Japanese prices. Mm-hmm. So when I come here, I don't feel like there's a difference. Yeah. But when I go back home, oh my gosh, I'm like, oh, I just paid four dollars for an apple mm-hmm. when in America you could pay mm-hmm. I don't know for yeah. for a dozen or whatever for four dollars. But I don't see a price difference. I say. Tokyo or Kansai. Yeah. yeah. But that's just me. I think like I'm franchises, saying. like if you go to Family Mart and buy milk, it's going to be the same, same. prices in both right. places. The only place you might get a higher price would be at like local restaurants or chains. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You say at, you would find it to be more expensive than Osaka even? I like, think what happens is that places? businesses will open here because mm-hmm. they know that people will, will pay higher prices here or that there's like a, a crowd... For that, for example, Shake Shack, right? Oh, that's um, right. It's not a, a lot of things. We would just wonder why aren't they out in Kansai? Like, Osaka is a huge city. It's in the top ten biggest cities in the world, and so many of the franchises that are out here, they don't ever come out to Osaka. And I just wonder if one of the reasons is because they can charge more out here. I, I just feel like you wouldn't really go get a fast food burger, you know, in Osaka and pay twenty bucks for it. Or I got a burrito tonight and a beer, and it was it was twenty dollars. You know, I, I feel like if we were in Osaka or Kobe it would be closer to 12 or 13, you know, mm-hmm. at a lot of those places. Mm-hmm. So I will say, like, I definitely notice a higher price in Western food. I don't eat a lot of Japanese food when I'm in Tokyo, so I don't really know. But I definitely feel like if you want to spend more money here, it's very easy to. It's hard because we're on vacation, right? And on vacation, you actually spend more money. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like there's a lot of expensive things to do and really high-class things to do here, mm-hmm. where, like, Osaka and Kobe seem a little more down-to-earth, like... You can splurge if you want to, but there aren't as many options for splurging. I don't know. What are you guys think? Yeah, I think that's true. Um, I find that uh, I do spend a lot more when I come to Tokyo, especially on food. And and I think um, I think that it's just... You, you could make it as expensive as you want to make it. Mm-hmm. And, and that's how I've always felt. I think I've mentioned it on the podcast before. But um, coming to Tokyo, if you want to eat bentos from Family Mart, you can. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's what I would probably do in my daily life in Osaka. You know, and, uh, I don't, I don't think it's particularly more expensive. It just I feel that you're more I'm, apt to spend the money. Yeah, I'm more apt to spend the money or go to a, a place that sells more expensive items, mm-hmm. just because you know I'm on vacation or. Uh, you know, I'd like to try a restaurant or I, we only have a couple of days. So it's not like a good, if, if I lived here, I would go to, um, the Shake Shack once a month. You know, I couldn't spend the, that, the amount of money for a uh, hamburger every day. So, um, yeah, I always felt, and I feel this way about Japan in general is, is it's as expensive as you want to make it. I agree. Yeah. And I think that being in Shibuya, there's a lot of places that are geared towards tourism and um and the foot traffic so i think that's why there's a lot of expensive foods but i bet you if you got outside of the main city you know if you got more into residential areas in the suburbs that um it would be comparable to osaka and kansai so i think everything's pretty comparable i I do know housing is a lot more here um Mm. we don't live here but even just staying we do Airbnb usually, and it's about 20% more than in Kobe or Osaka. It is comparable to like Kyoto, though. If you get a place in Kyoto, it's about the same. 
because of the tourism right? yeah mm-hmm. well we should go maybe next to did you want to have do you have anything to I add think you guys that? covered yes. covered okay. it yeah <laughs> I, I would say though I, I would agree with yeah Crystal and you more I think that um, yeah it's it's a, as expensive as you want it to be and um, I, I don't see a big difference from like Osaka prices to Tokyo so we covered it Tokyo Classic. So we're going to go positives, okay. and then we'll talk about if we'd want to live here or not. Mm. So we'll go back to Emily. Uh, what's the best thing about Tokyo for you? What's the big appeal? Why do people like it so much? Well, I think, I mean, the big draw for me, and I think for probably for a lot of people, of course, you know, um, shopping and also food, you know, those are probably my big my biggest positives here, you know, I find that that's what we do the most when we're here. Um, it is, as we were saying, you know, it, it's a, uh, you can find the best, f- all, you know, you can find all food and it's the best, you know, of that food. So yeah, I, uh, we do a lot of, a lot of eating and I find that when I am planning my Tokyo trip, I am often thinking where I'm going <laughs> to, which places I'm going to eat at. So yeah, I find that food is a big draw for me. What's what's the best food? Like what's <sighs> the best food? Um I do like having um you know some of the the fresh food. I find that that um it's kind of hard in Osaka a lot of times. You walk around and you see a lot of okonomiyaki, takoyaki and those kinds of places, fried, foods, yeah. fried food everywhere, katsu. And of course you have that in Tokyo as well, but they I do feel like you can go you know, like the other day we got a kale salad with pomegranate seeds and, you know, um, the, at the Spring, Spring Valley Brewery. Um, there's a lot of places where you can find a lot of um, fresh vegetables and, and things like that that you can get at a restaurant. And I don't really know many places in Osaka where yeah. you can find that. So There yeah, seems to be a big green movement. Like a lot of restaurants yeah. are green in the name or salad. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've never seen like full salad or vegetable restaurants out in Kansai. What's the place we went to? City Noodle? Uh, noodle? City Shop City noodle? Shop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> where, yeah, they just have amazing food that have, you know, lots of vegetables and they geared more towards, I think, you know, the healthy side of things. And I mean, of course, you know, we eat at the Shake Shack and those places as well, but it is nice that if you want the option, you know, of like a healthier meal, you can definitely go into a restaurant and, and get that. And, and yeah. I'm not appealing. <laughs> it's, for me, it's a big misconception that Japanese food is really healthy, you know? It I think the is. portion sizes and walking are healthy, but the actual food, again, at least where we're, we come from, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe home-cooked, Everything. <laughs> home-cooked meals are different, I think, but if you're not eating home-cooked meals, mm-hmm. none of us are Japanese. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you go out to eat, yeah, everything's fried or mayonnaise, so... Yeah, so that's why I think in, in Osaka, you know, we do a lot of cooking at home and um, 
and less eating out. But yeah, in Tokyo, you can go and get yeah lots of good. You better Fresh make a balance, and... otherwise you're gonna come home yeah. twenty pounds heavier. You know. Yeah, well, that's already. That's how I, I feel. Like that happening every time I come to Tokyo. So, Crystal, mm-hmm. is your answer gonna be similar? I know. I'm a, I'm a huge foodie, so that's all I. When everyone asked me, "Oh, what are you? What are you doing in Tokyo?" I my answer was, "I'm going to eat," and I get to eat um, everything. And also, there are, are chains that are in Tokyo that are not in other parts of Japan. For example, just because I miss home, you know, especially for the holidays, I went to Taco Bell. And it was a little bit different. I mean, but it was still Taco Bell. It was still a crunchy beef taco. And it just reminded me of something that I would eat at home during Christmas time. And Panda Express. I didn't get to make it out this trip. Yeah, Yeah, but that just opened. Mm -hmm. And those places still haven't made it down to Osaka. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it'll ever make it down, if Tokyo is just where it's going to stay. But it gives me like a little piece of home to look forward to when I'm out here. Mm. Um, But I would have to say my favorite thing that I actually got to eat um, for the trip is um, we went to a farmer's market mm. and I love Thai food <laughs> and I probably had the best Thai curry noodle soup from a little mm. um, truck, a little food truck at the farmer's market and it was m- m- the best food so far. Mm. Um, besides South, South the gyukatsu, which was like deep fried delicious <laughs> Japanese beef. So we got to have that before we yeah. leave. Um, but that was my favorite, I would have to say. But you've been getting, like you're a big Southeast Asian foodie, right? Correct, and yeah, correct. You've been visited some of the countries and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good here um, compared to like the States or compared to Kobe or Osaka. Yes, I would say because I went to Thailand yeah. um, and then I came back, I appreciate that Japan sticks to the flavors very closely than America. America sweetens everything up It's and it's not exactly the same, but Japan sticks with the flavors. They just change the spice level to fit Japanese taste, mm. but that's something because my spice level is crazy. But otherwise, the flavor profile is usually always spot on and that's what I appreciate about Japan. They if they want if they're gonna bring something, they're going to make it as close as possible, but then gear it toward Japanese taste as well. Mm-hmm. So I think that's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. That's good. The farmers market's awesome too. That's uh, the yeah, at okay. the United Nations in Tokyo, yeah. yeah. I'm sure there's everybody more. should check that out. There's yeah. more than one. That one goes on every Saturday and I guess Sunday too. Um it was smaller this time but that one's really good. Yeah, the food there Christmas. was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, there's usually a lot of art and like furniture design, and they have themes. So the one we went to is Scandinavian, which is probably why there's furniture. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's, it's quite cool. I mean, it probably wouldn't compare to something in like, you know, Portland or Austin or something. Mm-hmm. But for Japan, it's easily the best I've ever seen before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lots of pickles and jams and coffees. And the the and, produce, yeah. oh, mm-hmm. it looked so amazing. Yeah, but the presentation's still, I, great. But I did see one apple was. 300 yeah. Yeah. So. yeah, it's expensive. <laughs> that's that's never yeah. People are really nice. I think it's a good way to meet Japanese people mm. too or going to those farmers market yeah. just because uh, I don't know why they're so friendly but they are yeah. very down to earth people. You know, A lot of people spoke English. Mm-hmm. Mm. They were talking to me and they were talking to their friends. I was eavesdropping on some conversations because yeah, yeah. I'm a creep like that. Yeah. Yes, you are. <laughs> I can vouch for that. <laughs> I'm guessing Matt and I might have a similar answer. 
so I might go a second route, and then if you don't say what I think you're going to say, I might have it. You know what I'm going to say. Might be able to guess. Sure, you guys can guess our answer. I'm going to just go with Tokyo being an international city, but it's still Japan, where I love Japan. Um, But yeah, I guess I like the amount of English here, which is kind of embarrassing to say. Um, But I just like, I miss having small clocks after living in Japan for so long. But I can just go to like a local coffee stand here and just... Japanese guy will start off asking the basic questions of where you're from, but their command of English is so strong that we can get beyond that and actually like have real conversations. And for me, it's been five years since I can make small talk, and I actually don't really like small talk back home. But on this trip in particular, for me, I've realized how much I just like to just get to know people, you know, in their lives. And uh, I kind of work with the same thirty people, and I've known them for four years now, and I don't really get to meet a lot of new people. That it's been like really fresh mm-hmm. just to be inspired I guess by other people's lives and what they do for their career and uh yeah I don't know I haven't been meeting too many Japanese people because of our line of work so I felt just getting to know the country I like so much on another level um and then that reflects back on food and clothes shopping for me too that you get brands from all over the world I mean if you're in New York or LA or something you probably get that stuff too you know mm. but like you were saying before how Japan takes something and makes it the most authentic it can with a slight Japanese twist, it does that beyond food too, I think. And uh, for me, like, yeah, clothes are a big hobby. Matt will talk about another one, I think. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, they're just cool. I like the the vintage shops out here. There are a lot of used items in general, but for me, clothing is really, really great. Prices are high, but the quality is very high. So uh, Tokyo is a great place to spend money. <laughs> Again, yeah. like it's not yeah, necessarily it more expensive, but there's just a lot of shopping, and it's so good that uh, mm-hmm. I, today I wanted to just go walk, but there's this big mall in Roppongi that I wanted to check out, and so I always find myself shopping. I feel guilty about that, but Matt's add-on to shopping a bit. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to surprise everybody a little bit, and I, I am going to talk about shopping real quick. A record shopping is my favorite thing about. <gasps> what I know. Didn't even no. guess. So uh, I love vinyl. So um, record shopping out here is okay. terrific, and we've talked about this on the podcast before. So I won't go into it uh, anymore, actually. And I'm going to talk about something else that um, I love about Japan, which I think will segue into our next um, question, and that is that every time I come to Tokyo, I am inspired. And um, and I'm inspired by the the people here and by the um, the food here and by the artistic nature of everything. And uh, I'm just really impressed with the way this city works because most cities, you know, they have, um, you know, they they probably have a lot of crime or they have a lot of like you got to look over your shoulder a little bit. You know, I've been into some countries where, you know, you see shady stuff going on. You don't have any of that here in Tokyo, or not much of it. I wouldn't say, yeah, I wouldn't (laughs) say any of it. But, you know, for the most part, it's a safe city. It's clean, and um, the people have been very friendly to me, the people I meet. And uh, it always, just it just inspires me. And... It sparks my imagination. You know, I have all these uh, these ideas that come to me when I'm here. Uh, I told my I was talking with Emily about this as well. That um, when we go home, we always our life changes slightly every time we come back from Tokyo. Really? 
Well, the last time we came back, you know, we, we um, I decided that, you know, I'm going to go back to school. And, um, and we were just talking about how we can make kind of improve our lives. And so we also said we were going to start making lunches and eating, eat more healthily, you know, and I think that's, that's all because of, you know, that Tokyo vibe. I mean, it's our willpower as well, but um, it's we, not, we probably ate so poorly that we were just like, we have to make <laughs> time, sit, <laughs> time yeah. to make homemade meals, <laughs> eat a vegetable. Yeah, but there's but always no, something true. I bring home with me from Tokyo that goes beyond just like my purchases. Um, so um, that's one reason why, um, true. you know, I love Tokyo. That's a cool. So mm-hmm. that's a cool one. It's a segue then. If you lived here, would you be afraid that that inspiration would go away? Would you get numb to it? No. Would you, would you want to live here or would you be afraid that you wouldn't have that kind of magical place to go to? So, I would love to live here. Mm. And I think that, um, I don't know if that that magic will ever go away because for me, it, I feel this kind of the same way in Osaka. There, I can never see it all. And whenever I leave it, I think, man, what a cool city. And um, I, I just want to see everything. And I know I'll never be able to do it because it's just such a big place. Mm. And Tokyo is like that times, times a million, you know. Um, there's so many things going on. There's so many markets and shopping. And I mean, I, it kind of goes back to my me being disoriented all the time. When I'm walking around, I just have a million things to look at. And it's hard to kind of... Mm kind of focus on one place and yeah I just am always surprised by the city and I don't know if I could ever you know go around and see everything and lose that surprise I think there's always going to be something that is, you know new and surprising I'll add on I would totally love to live here it's my dream place to live which I've made very clear on the podcast uh, and one of the reasons <laughs> kind of adding on to the overwhelming nature of it is just every other city I've ever been to even on vacation for a week by the time that week is up, I'm ready to go and move on and check out the next place. Because I feel I've hit like the cool kind of artsy spots that I like to go to. And most cities, the only other city that rivals it, I think, is San Francisco. It most has like one art district. And you go there and spend three or three days, and I've hit all the shops and done what I wanted to do. But Tokyo has, you know, five or six different kind of artsy underground districts. Just tonight, we were around Azabu, you know, and that, that's every time I go to a new neighborhood I think oh yeah like I'm not gonna really like it or want to go back and then I just have to add it to the list for next time you know and the list just keeps getting bigger and bigger there's just so many cool neighborhoods that are distinct and feel like their own little mini cities mm-hmm. that if I lived here I know I'd get to the weekend and when we lived in Korea every weekend I wanted to just go to one place which is home day right or when I live in Sanamina you know it's always just Monomachi or Sanamina or when I live in, sorry, in Kobe. Yeah. Uh, and if I was living in Osaka, I know I just always want to be at either Sensaibashi or Umeda. There's, there's kind of two places there, right? And after a couple of years for me, that just gets old. But I know Tokyo would have, you know, six spots to kind of spread that out with. I just think I wouldn't get bored as easily. Mm-hmm. So for me, that's like the big reason I want to live here. Mm-hmm. What, girls? I will, I will, you know... Yeah go with the the popular answer of the nine and say, yes, I would love to live here. Um, Like you're saying, David, I think that, uh, you know, there's so many places and and, uh, each neighborhood has its own feel and its own vibe to it. And so, you know, if you feel like you want to be 
in the center of everything, you know, and, and go see a show or go, you know, shopping, go do all that, you know, that stuff. You can go, you know, into Shibuya or just walk around. But, you know, if you want to go and just have like a real beautiful walk in a, in a park or something, you know, we went over to Azabu, Azabu? Yeah. Uh, yeah, as well tonight, and, you know, we're, we're amongst, like, a lot of crowds, but then as soon as we turn down one um, street, we're in this beautiful park, and... Um, with waterfalls. Yeah, and, with the waterfall, yeah. and it was just, it was just, like, a really, really nice feel, you know, and it was a totally different feel that we had just a minute before, so, yeah, I would, I would love to live here, I would try to, you know, pick a quieter neighborhood <laughs> but yeah I, I like the fact that you can you know go to a place that um is a little more quiet and, and quaint and then and then go into you know an area where everything is <laughs> you can find hustle, everything hustle, and yeah. yeah everything that's going on so cool now crystal crystal you want to live here too right crystal, <laughs> crystal. So i'm the only one <laughs> i guess who's going against the grain but i would have to say I am a Kansai girl through and through. Um, and I'll give you a little bit of background. Before I moved to Japan, I lived two years in Hong Kong. And if anyone has ever been to Hong Kong, it is a, an, um, a country or a city that never sleeps. And it's 100% true. And it's a go, 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 fast-paced life. And I moved to Japan because I knew that country wasn't right for me. Because I was not, I'm not a fast-paced person. And... Kansai kind of hits everything for me, I, and especially Kobe, where I live, it hits everything. It's quiet, but Osaka and Sarami are very close by, and I get a small town vibe all the time, and I get to have an easy, peasy, <laughs> non-fast-paced life. And you get the beach. But I can choose if I want to go to Osaka, or I look forward to coming to Tokyo, but how David said that after... Um, you know, a week or whatever, he would still want to stay here. But I, we've been here now for about a week, mm. and I, we're leaving tomorrow, and I'm so excited to be heading <laughs> home. And it's not because I hate Tokyo. I love Tokyo. Mm. Um, I can't wait for David and my sister to move up here, um, and I would visit. But it's just, personally for me, it's too fast-paced. Um, I don't like the crowds of people, and um, I'm not a person that is artistic and <laughs> does record shopping and things like that so for me a quiet life is more important and I feel you can get that in Kansai versus Tokyo it is so, it is nice to have Tokyo to look forward yes. to you know I look forward is, to it all the this time this is our right. third trip that we've taken in like two years of of living here and mm -hmm. And yeah, I mean, as or we could have gone anywhere. Yeah, you know? of course. Mm -hmm. I, I it's expensive yeah. to get here, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, not, we could have gone even, to flown somewhere <laughs> Korea than or the Shinkansen, but yeah. but yeah, I, I I will say it would be amazing to live here. But at the same time, I I do like Osaka mm -hmm. and that having that small small town vibe, but and having you know Tokyo to look forward to on on some vacation, but. I'd still move here yes. <laughs> if I had the option. <laughs> I've only been in Japan now for a year and a half, so it's my second year of teaching in Japan. And I have to say that I haven't really gone to any other places besides the main big cities, Osaka, Kyoto, mm. and um, 
Tokyo. So I feel like I, there's so much more of Japan out there for me to see. So that's why I wouldn't I wouldn't even say right now this is the place for me because I would want to see what that's else is point. out there. Um, but I know you guys I get distracted. <laughs> love it here. Well, so. it's, I feel like I'm kind of limited at this point because mm. I'm so obsessed with wanting to be here that right. I have to spend all my mind my time and money coming out here to like satisfy myself that I can't go see the countryside of Japan. I mean, mm. I obviously can if I chose to do that. But I just feel if I lived here, then I can move on. And until I live here, I can't really move on with what I want to do in my life. Mm. And I just think of all the money. I, I come here three or four times a year that I, I could save. You know, I could go travel other places. Or The Japanese countryside is awesome. I've, I've gone out twice now, and it's great. I want to do more of that. But it's, it's also expensive, actually, to travel to the countryside. And typically, to me, like, camping or countryside vacations are supposed to be cheap. And when I add it up, I'm like, oh, that was, like, $50 less than going to Tokyo. Like, <laughs> yeah. Could have just... Yeah, the food and stuff's cheaper, but the overall, like, travel expense in the hotel, uh, I just always think, like, I don't know, wasting my time. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I'm obsessed. I'm clearly obsessed. Mm. But I just yeah, have to get here. I think we're city people too. I mean, it would it would be different if I mean it's mm. good to have you on, Crystal, mm. because yeah. yeah, I mean you come with a different perspective. But I think, um, like I, I I've lived in the country, I've lived in rural areas, mm. and I don't want to go back. Mm. You know, I enjoy the cities. Right. Um, I like the the I like that there's stuff to do at night. You know, or you could find a, a concert, or um, you know, there's a lot of things to do, shopping and. Yeah. And it's just there's never an end of like things to find it and things to do and I don't know if you live in the country you're kind of limited by you know whatever is going on around you can do fishing and yeah. you could do I like do, bird I, watching I do have you know? to say though I don't feel like Kobe is in the country no it's not the country like yeah. it's the city. so as you can tell the Kansai girls coming out that um, I I still feel like you can do those things in in yeah. Kobe and Osaka but. On a smaller, on a smaller scale, scale. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but there are concerts. There are things out there, there that you can yeah. do. But it's so if you're not at yeah. all picky, like I always have a really hard time selling Tokyo to all the people <laughs> we live with because none of them like it. You know, they just see it as this big, polluted, crowded city, and they're like, "But you know, if you need to go clothes shopping, there's tons of nice clothes shops in Sanomi, or there's <laughs> all international food, and they're they're totally right." But it's like if you just want that top. Not necessarily top, but like if there's like a one percent you like that's a bit not popular, you know, um, Tokyo has that. And to mm -hmm. me, I'm definitely that kind of person that tends to like that weird one percent. Maybe that wouldn't be in a huge city, but not an international city per se. Right. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So I think it's that niche kind of interest that makes me like it here. But yeah. I think that's that's pretty much we've covered covered it. Covered yeah. It. I would find it funny though if I was the one who came out to Tokyo yeah. and you guys stayed. <laughs> You're gonna get the, the job so out here first. Let's yeah. see if that happens. I'll just say yes. I'll just so mad. I think that would be. You'd have so to have funny. an extra room because Mur Murphy's yeah. law. Yeah. 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 The one person who wouldn't want to move out here would. Would. Yeah, get, get the opportunity. Get at, my, at my training recently, all the people were from here, and I kept being like, oh, 
I'm so envious. And they're like, no, we're so envious of you. Like, Kobe is awesome. You want to come out there? <laughs> we, it's, we don't like living here. So I think it's a bit of grass is greener on the other mm-hmm. side sometimes, too. Yeah, I mean, we might get here and, like, tax, maybe, like, taxes are high and, like, you well, know, yeah. uh, if, if disposal I, yeah. for <laughs> for trash and stuff's difficult. I mean, I can We imagine. would only live here if we could, you know... Afford, afford it. it yeah it's not it, we w- it wouldn't be moving here and, and just barely getting by i'd have we'd have to have you know a, a good income <laughs> before we will come out so all right well i think we should wrap it up david what do you think yeah i'd like to thank our guests for coming on thanks You're emily welcome. thanks krista we usually yeah. play a song we can edit this part if you yeah, want i got i got a song you got yeah, a yeah. Song. yeah yeah right. yeah so uh, yeah, the song of the episode is a song from Rip Slime. Um, it's it's got Tokyo in the name. Uh, it's gonna be in the liner notes, so just check those. Um, but Rip Slime's like a hip hop group from Tokyo. Uh, they're kind of um, Dave and I have known them for a while. Uh, their sound is kind of unique. It's almost like pop. It's almost like really pop music. Um, but uh, yeah, I think you'll enjoy the song. Please do. Uh, check us out on social media. You can review us just like Hello Kitty. Do you want know the numbers? One, two, three. One, two, three did on iTunes. Uh, it was one of our, our best reviews out there. And uh, Maybe helps, a second review coming soon. Helps get us uh, more listens. Uh, we have some exciting things in the future, hopefully. Uh, we'll be collaborating with some other uh, Japanese podcasts maybe around the time this comes out. So look forward to that news. Check us on all the typical social media. We are there. Yeah, Japan 2.0 at Twitter and at Instagram and Facebook. And uh, we have a WordPress uh, site. It's Japan 2.0 at WordPress.com. Make sure you subscribe. Subscribe. You can get all the... No, we're not editing this. That's it. Subscribe so you can get notifications that these awesome podcasts Mm -hmm. are available to listen to. Do you guys have any Twitter or social media you'd like like to plug? No one would pay any attention. (laughs) (laughs) Send me a letter in the mail. Here's my address. Get a pen and paper. (laughs) Just thought I'd ask. Find me on Facebook. (laughs) That's about it. Alright, on that note. Yeah. Hara de me kuriagar mas ke aoyama de fishi
Classic. 